environment with other having other you know ambitious people around you yeah i mean your five closest relationships dictate right your success that's facts that's facts um cool so i'm already recording but I'm, i haven't done like an intro or anything yet so basically for for context i wanted to keep keep in the loop i i i changed as of as of now i changed the name of the podcast actually so we're still at a very i'm, I'm still at a very um beginning stage of the podcast but basically i changed the name from the the uh the power of influence to growth complex and i'll explain um I'm changing it to growth complex because the reason I'm actually doing this is because my most passionate, I'm most passionate about uh, personal development um, in every aspect of, of, of what that means, especially for young people, because I'm, I'm very young. I'm 21 years old still. Um, so um, one of my midterm ish goals is to create a company that uh, kind of uh, helps people that are basically me right now. So kind of giving guidance and, and leadership to young, ambitious people like myself at this very moment in time. Um, so a lot of the people that follow me are young people like myself. I was just in college um, uh, like a month and a half ago. So basically, um, my goal is to bring a lot of guidance and like values from different people who have expertise and, and, and kind of have different value to bring it from different aspects to those young people who um really really are looking to break out of some of the mental barriers that a lot of people go through and especially people that are trying to be high achievers um which is super exciting to me um and that's why i'm super grateful for people like you who can help bring some of your principles and values that you live on a day-to-day day -day basis in your expertise and bringing that uh to the forefront here so um and like I said before, I'm going to, I'll give you some clips that are, will be edited and super cool for you to share on your platforms as well to, you know, kind of show your expertise as well. So um, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. And I appreciate you kind of giving me that rundown. I mean, if I, when I was 21, there were not as many resources available yeah. and I'm not even that, that old. I'm 34 and I mean, I guess it is 13 years ago. <laughs> it was like, yeah. There, it wasn't there, you know, if you looked up personal professional development, you got like the seven habits uh, and you got it's a great book, by the way. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how to win friends and influence people. Those are like kind great of the book. principles, but now information is just at your fingertips, man. YouTube, yeah. these podcasts, uh, audiobooks, like it's unreal. And uh, you know, too many people don't take advantage of the information um, as well as there's a lot of information out there that is, really its sole purpose is to just sell you things mm -hmm. uh, and isn't, isn't completely legit. So it's really cool to, to be part of shows uh, and be a resource and be of value yep. to people. I just read a really cool article about um, how your business coach is full of shit. And it was this business coach who basically wrote down steps on how to check to see if your business coach is full of shit. And right, like, right, for example, right. she, she spoke about uh, this website called the Wayback machine. And, Oh, wait, who is this? Uh, I think it's the, the, probably the person of the, the uncaged life. Let me see her name. It's a, it's I, a she. Yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. I'm in a, I'm in a mastermind right now, uh, called social X shout out to social X. Um, and she spoke on social X, um, 
I, I, I'm assuming it's the same person because she kept talking about that. Rachel, um, what's her name? Hold up. It's called, your thing's called Social X, the mastermind? Yeah. I have to look that up. Her name's Becca, I think. Becca. I don't know her full name. But yeah, to the to your point. This is this is her name's Jennifer Hop. Um, H O P P. I'm gonna make a little note of that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if that's. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure, but either way, yeah, social X is cool. I, I recently got into it because I need to really make sure that I'm around people that are, um, you know, high achievers and all that good stuff. I'm one of the youngest people, or probably I'm one of the. Um, one of the people that are uh, most uh, beginner, quote unquote, in their in their professional journeys, ventures, whatever you want to call it. Um, so that's cool. But you were going to say something. I, I apologize. Oh no! Just basically just re-saying how I'm happy to be a part of things that add value. And yeah, for sure. It's anyone if you're 21 and, and seeking how to create a business and how not to get drawn into the cubicle lifestyle, then you can do it. And yeah. that's also pretty much my goal. But for people that are older, people that are business professionals that, you know, really haven't, haven't understood what it even means to be, to be your own leader, to make your own decisions, to create your own life. And, and now they're, you know, successful executives or directors or managers, but they're not happy. So yeah. what's the point? You know, you achieve success, it's but not. you don't feel successful. What's the point? Yeah, and the whole Kobe thing that's going on right now, like that's a perfect example of, uh, I put on my story yesterday, like I'm sure you've heard about Kobe passing away. Like it's a perfect example for us to think about when like it's not worth doing something that you're not interested in. Because like, I mean, we could be dead tomorrow and and you'd be, I don't want to, I mean, I, if I died tomorrow, I don't want to regret doing something or not doing something that I wanted to do. I don't want to regret doing, I don't want to regret not doing things that um, seem scary to me when, um, you know, everyone has an equal chance to do things that they, that they really um, even, you know, aspire to do, even if they don't know if they would um, be successful at them. You know, I just, I don't want to be, that's one of the things that I'm super, I've always been super, uh, thoughtful of is is I don't want to really regret anything when I'm when I'm dead or when I'm dying you know so um for those listening um I'm with Ben Ritter right now is that how you pronounce your last name Ritter yeah, that works cool um so I by the way as I said in the beginning of this recording um I'm not sure when I'm gonna start the start the actual podcast at this point but um in terms of this recording uh but uh, I'm rebranding the podcast to Growth Complex, as some of you saw on my Instagram story. Um, I'm super excited uh, with where I can take the uh, the name Growth Complex. I have a lot of things that I want to do in the future that might just wrap themselves around this podcast. Um, and uh, I want to get a lot of young people involved who, who are aspiring to be leaders and uh, people who want to set, set examples just like Kobe did in his life. Um, and so, yeah, Ben, thank you for coming on. Can you give us a little bit of background on what you do, kind of what led, led you up to where you are now and kind of, um, you know, what you brand yourself as? Yeah. So I'm the founder of LFI Consulting or Live For Yourself Consulting. Uh, before I get into it, thank you very much for having me on. And got it. in my own entrepreneurial journey, I've rebranded 
I've changed my, I don't even know how many times I've changed my website. Like (laughs) part of it is your own growth for yourself. And part of it is also what resonates with your audience. So, you know, branding is not just like what you care about, but it's also what other people care about, what they're willing to listen to and invest their time in. Uh, so I, I basically work with entrepreneurs and intrapreneurs. So an intrapreneur is basically an entrepreneur, but someone that enjoys the safety of working for an organization, mm-hmm. but still is as achievement oriented, thinks outside the box, innovative. They're kind of, you know, go, go, go. Um, and I work with those two types of people and help them create a career that they can love. So I help them really just gain greater clarity on what they truly care about and how to truly get to where they want to go, uh, build the confidence to be able to actually take action and then create a sense of control in terms of, you know, what are they really prioritizing in their life and do they understand their own emotions and are they putting what they truly value first? Mm-hmm. Uh, getting, getting there has been, has been a, a long journey and I'm sure as my business evolves, it's going to be even longer. Uh, but yeah. I was a, you know, nine to five mm-hmm. employee. I ended up in my <clears> last <throat> full-time job. I was a healthcare executive, a full-time working healthcare executive. And I remember walking into work and I mean, I had a great job. I made a really good salary. I had a really good career ahead of me. I had good coworkers. I had a very balanced lifestyle. I wasn't working long hours. I could leave whenever I wanted. I had like basically limited PTO. Uh, But as I was walking to work one day, uh, I really, really was dreading going to my desk. I didn't feel that my work was meaningful. I wasn't engaged. I didn't really feel support from my leadership and I looked around like for some reason I looked up and I looked left and right and I looked at the people walking by me and they they looked like they felt like I did mm. <laughs> I was just like why do we feel this way uh, why, are we, all... <laughs> why are we spending our time yeah doing these types of things uh going into work when we don't feel engaged you know uh keeping putting our head in the sand because we don't want to volunteer for more work because we don't actually want to dedicate more of our time to something that we don't care about right and you know if you looked at my life at that point i actually had a lot of coaching experience i had a lot of experience in the field of entrepreneurship i had an mba in entrepreneurship i had a side coaching business going on i went through multiple coaching programs like through my through my current employer they put me through 16 months of of coaching through a public health grant from the government. I received six months of free coaching. Um, and then I had a business. I was recruited to go work for a company. So even though I was working as a, health, a full-time healthcare executive, I had a lot of things in my life that were pulling me towards coaching. Uh, and that was mainly because when I was younger, I was really unhappy with myself and dove into the field of personal and professional development to learn about me and to grow as an individual. I never yeah. thought of it as a career. Uh, so, in that moment, when I looked up, when I was walking into work, it, made, it just made me stop and reflect and start questioning and challenging my own career choices. You know, and, and to that point, probably like a lot of other people, and I'm not sure some of your listeners, maybe they haven't had to make these decisions yet. To that point, I, I took the career that was offered to me. I didn't create the career that I wanted. And even though I was you know, I was working in a field that I relatively enjoyed, like I enjoyed healthcare. It wasn't exactly where I wanted to end up. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I did not take the steps to create the career that I wanted up to that point. Right. Um, you know, there are a lot of things that happened to me, like the recession hit. So all the jobs that I pretty much found were taken away. Like I had contracts literally signed I had four different job contracts signed that were ended up canceled. Uh, wow. So a lot of, a lot of things led me to where I was in my career 
but I didn't feel like I actually was in control of it. So at that point in time, I actually sat down, I reflected, I asked myself some really hard questions about where I wanted to go. And I decided to, to take my strengths, to take the things that I loved and turn it into a business. And that's when I founded, well, from that, at that point, I made the decision to, to found LFY Consulting. I didn't create it at that point. I didn't create this. What system. does that stand for, LFY? Live for yourself. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So at that point, okay. I actually decided to go back to school, get my doctorate in what I love, organizational <clears throat> leadership. And about a year into the program, I had enough information. I had enough experience to create the company, to use my background in entrepreneurship, uh, use my background in coaching, and start building a whole new brand. Mm. Cool. That's dope. And what I, what I just heard there, it's funny. Um, I guess that's the marketing, my marketing mind going off on me. Like what you just, the whole thing you just said is like a, a really good sales letter. <laughs> you know, the whole, uh, you know, the moment when you were crossing that street and when you looked around, what I, what I heard when you said that was like, oh, that's like a pivotal moment for him. Right. That's like, that's like, um, what you call a wall in, in the sales letter, right? Where you, where you had, had been experiencing all these things, right? And um, you were realizing like, is this the person I really wanna be, right? And then you hit this wall, your, your epiphany uh, point, right? Um, so I don't know if you write me sales letters, but that you just if did you, it for yourself. So I'll, I'll send you this and you could just type check it away. Out. Check out the about about section on my website. <laughs> I will. I, no, I will. I will. I will. I'll look at it. Yeah, it details out my story and a little bit more. There's a little bit more information there, because uh, because you know stories are what connect with people. Uh, knowing your own story is is one going to give you more confidence. Like you don't need a sales pitch. You just need to know your story and what your values are. And right. You, yeah. you could handle it, and you could master any conversation, any networking mm -hmm. event. Uh, yeah. But it also is what, what people are going to resonate with and how, why you're going to get clients or why people are going to remember you and refer you, why they're right. going to trust you. Yeah, the passion, what, where you came from, what you stand for. Um, I think that it's very interesting because like what you, I guess what you had been going through is a place that I'm still getting through. Um, and not that I'm working a nine to, five, nine to five or anything, but I'm still at a point as are, are a lot of young people who kind of have this growth complex, this mindset that, um, you know, we have so much ambition, a lot of us young people, um, at the same time, we still wonder like, what if we wanted to do this or that? Like, I, I'm working on this one thing, um, but like, what if, you know, should I be trying all these different things as well, right? And so I think that it's, uh, can be a tough spot where you have so much ambition, but you don't know if you're using it in the right place sometimes. Um, and so it, I'm curious what you think about that because um, I definitely have my peaks and valleys of like clarity and, and kind of uh, feeling lost, um, which is okay, but um, definitely still at a point where I'm still figuring stuff out. Um, so yeah, what do, you, what, do you, what, do you, what do you, what do you feel when you hear something like that out of a 20 year old year old? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I wish, I wish the first day of college and the last day of college, someone stood up, like a teacher stood up in class and went, you're never going to know if what you're doing is truly what you should be doing. And yeah. there are going yeah. to be multiple moments in your career and in your life where you question everything you've done and you question mm. where you're going. And it's going to be a constant process. 
Um, everything about life in itself is evolution. You know, if, and every time you challenge and question where you are, that leads to growth. Like we, we have a couple options when it comes to growth in life. We can be forced to grow. Let's say like a breakup or you're fired from a job or you get out of school or you go to school. Those are things that are like forcing you to grow or what the most healthy way to grow, the, the, the way, the, most, the most healthiest way to grow is like constant growth, constant questioning, constant reflection, constant introspection uh, in a healthy way though, because we can always yeah. question what we're doing and then we never do anything. Yeah. So I think, right, of, yeah. I think of life and evolutions um, almost, so there's, there's a industry type, type of work called process improvement and, or like breakthrough improvement and really how those, um, how that kind of industry operates is through design sprints. So mm -hmm. basically it means like you try something out really quickly yeah. and then you evaluate it in life, especially for an entrepreneur, for someone that is high, a high achiever has a lot, maybe they're not sure what they should be doing. Um, if you just sit and contemplate what you should be doing, you're just going to add more stress to your life right. and uh, end up feeling a little self-defeated and lack motivation. And that's just going to spiral on itself where you're just not going to do anything as well. So really in terms of like, well, am, am I doing the right thing? Well, think of your life in terms of this, as a lot of like trial and error. Test, test an idea out. Don't, don't invest your life savings, in, like savings into it. You know, make some friends that are in the field that maybe you're interested in. Or go to events yeah. that, are, that are related to the field that you're interested in. Speak to, man, go on LinkedIn or just cold email some people and talk to them about their life experiences and career experiences. Mm -hmm. Go volunteer for a month. Like, start a and, podcast. Yeah, start a podcast. Uh, so think right. of your life um, in a way as, as like design sprints where you're just trying things out and learning from them. And that's really what a career is. I mean, every, you're supposed to have like seven to 11 jobs, right? And throughout your lifetime, they say on average, people have like three careers. So, mm -hmm. in, so in completely different industries. Right. Every time you get a new job, you're building new skill sets, you're meeting new people, you're developing as an individual. So right. don't, don't think of starting something as this is the thing you're going to end up doing because it probably isn't going to be. Uh, mm. But it is going to be something that's going to teach you some amazing skills and help you grow and move forwards in your career. And mm. if you look at any like successful entrepreneur today, the business that they're in today, more than likely wasn't the business they started with. It yeah. probably wasn't even their second, third or fourth business. Mm -hmm. So yeah. what can you do today that is going to build you skills to help you move forwards later on in life? Right. Yeah. That's, that's, and, and what you, like everything you just said, is like what I envisioned for a growth complex. Like, I think that, and it's just a mindset, right? It's a growth mindset. Like a lot of people want to get out of school and then just stop learning stuff. But it's like, no, nah, like, why would you do, like, why would you want to not learn anymore? Right? You're just putting yourself in a box then. Hey, I, if, right? whenever I meet someone, it doesn't seem like they question life or their career or where they're going. I actually envy them, to be completely honest. Like, because yeah. if I'm like, wow, you can wake up each day and you are, happy like you are motivated and you are engaged and you are you more than content that is awesome that you is won. a pretty cool place to be because yeah. uh, it it means you know and, and i value that but certain people have a mindset that causes them to question where they are and what they're doing and i think you know yeah. those people are that that mindset is a reflection of the impact that you're going to have on the world and the greatness that you have within you yeah. and in essence like that struggle that people feel, the, that entrepreneurs feel, that high achievers feel, like, man, that's a gift. And a lot yeah. of people don't have that. Yeah. And you touched on something um, for a second there about how 
what you're doing might not be, might not even come to fruition and that's fine. And what you're doing right now might not even be what you end up doing as like your, your major thing down the road. And some people ask me sometimes like, um, even at where I'm at right now, they, at, like some people ask me, like, Oh, how do you just like do so much? And I, it's just a mindset. Right. But like a lot of people don't realize, like I've attempted to start like five businesses before this one, like literally. Yeah. And like, I'm the kid, I'm the kid that like was on Adobe illustrator creating like stuff to put on t-shirts when I was like, a senior in high school. And I'm the kid that dropped a thousand dollars as a six, as a 17 year old down the street at this place that prints t-shirts to try to sell them as like my fitness fit. Like it didn't, it didn't make any sense at, from this perspective, but like I was just trying stuff and it's been, I'm 20, I'm almost 22 now. So it's been like five years of me just failing at like random different things, but it's just like, I don't even care, you know? And I feel like that's like, you have to like, just not care about that stuff. And one thing that I've learned from people like yourself is that that's, an, that's like the one, one of the tools that you have to have if you're going to just like be successful, period. You have to just not care when you just screw up. Or if you, if you, you have to not care if you fail at something and people see you fail at it. Because, you know, if that's, if, if that weren't the case, then I would have just been, I would have gotten a job doing something that is just like the, like you said earlier, there's, I would have been in the same situation as you were, but for a longer period of time. And I don't know. I think it's just crazy how, um, you have, it just has, you have to be able to be blind to certain things, I guess, you know? Yeah. And, and to anyone that's working like a nine to five, man, good for you. Cause uh, trust me, like the, the years of experience that I've had working for an organization have been mm -hmm. critical to my development as a, yeah. I can walk into a boardroom and speak to executives because I worked with executives for five years, you know? So it's, mm. there's some benefits. There's, there's career capital that you develop. It helps you learn certain lingo when you're working in an industry that you can't learn on your own because you're not in it each and every day. So if yeah. you are, if you are doing that, understand that there, again, everything you do builds skills. Um, right. In terms of like failure, I mean, if, if you're going to succeed in life and you're not ready for rejection, then you're not going to, to succeed. You're going to, you're going to be pretty much in a fixed mindset and you're going you're gonna to not take any risk, any chances. You're not going to you know, put yourself out there at all. And the beauty of failure, the beauty of no's, the beauty of rejection is that it, it actually is a representation that you're doing things. It's a representation that you're right. testing limits. It's a representation that you are trying to hustle and achieve. And it's also a representation that you're learning. Because every time you, re you receive a no, you know, that is something that you can take and, and incorporate into your next action. And you're going to become even better because of it. Yeah, that's, that's a great perspective because if you, I guess it's, it's almost like if you just change your relationship with a failure or a no, um, then that could be a super big factor in your willingness or unwillingness to just like get back on the bus. Yeah. I, so I, I, I asked this a lot in a workshop that I do on the topic of failure and I asked the class, I go, so what is the opposite of success? And a lot of you times asking me? failure. Oh, failure. Yeah. And I go, no, it's stagnation. 
the opposite of success is not doing anything. Right. It's almost like giving up. Um, it's, it's being content when you want more. Uh, it's, yeah. you know, failure is learning. It's progress. Um, I almost think that I almost want to get rid of the word <laughs> in a way. Yeah. Because of the negative connotations. Yeah. yeah. You, you, did, you did mention something though, and I think this is highly like prevalent throughout, you know, Gary Vee and like other really successful entrepreneurs, you know, this grind mentality, this hustle mentality, this like, I got to create this, I got to do that. And I'd say one of the greatest mistakes I've made in my life, but it did make me who I am today. Like what, uh, one of the greatest mistakes was that grind mentality was mm. the fact that I invested all of my time and energy into something because I thought it was the most important thing in my life. And when I did that, though, I isolated myself from everything else in, in the world. I didn't focus on friendships. I didn't focus on personal development. I didn't focus on my family. I didn't focus on my other passions and hobbies. And, you know, ultimately, if you fast forward and you do that for five years, what is your life going to be like? And so, you know, whatever you're going to invest in a business or something else, you know, that, that is going to take a lot of your time and energy and effort remember that life is a balance and there's more to life than, than this, you know, business maybe that you want to create. So how do you create, how do you keep that balance in your life? So inside, so personally you're healthy to like keep going and to keep evolving and keep learning. Do you think that, and I agree by the way, but do you think that that might be the deciding factor between uh, good and great? Yeah, you know, there's this talk about like 10x everything and, you know, be, be more than average, be great, be incredible. Well, like, you know, when you're just starting out as an entrepreneur, like you're learning. And so you're investing 12 to 14 hours <clears throat> because that's how you become effective because you don't know what actually to do. You don't know how to be efficient. So there's, you know, right. effectiveness is just getting something done. Being efficient means getting something done with the least amount of energy and output. Right. So... Before, you know, we talked about design sprints. I'd even say before that, spend time really trying to figure out what is the one thing that I can do in this moment that's going to take the least amount of time, the least amount of energy, but give me the most amount of information and create the most amount of results. So then you're not deprioritizing your friends. You're not deprioritizing your, your family. You're not, you know, you know, you're not losing yourself to something that you think defines yourself. Mm -hmm. you, did you read uh, The One Thing by Gary Keller? Oh yeah. Yeah. That was a pinnacle book. I can tell. I can tell. Yeah. I'm rereading it right now. Actually, I'm like halfway through my second, my second go through. That's a great book. And it's very, it's probably the most simplistic book other than the four agreements that I've read about personal development or like business. Um, and for those listening, like that's one of my top 10 books for you to read because it, it's almost like liberating that book and you might agree with that then like it's so it, like being told that you have the opportunity to like take out a piece of paper and write down what is the one thing that you need to do right now that is your top priority and you just write it down right and then you can just look at it and you're like oh that's all i need to do and yeah. it's like it's just like, so it's like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like so liberating to look at that piece of paper or your journal where you wrote that down and be like, my, like, 
the, this circle that this like this like frantic mind that I'm like experiencing right now is like it doesn't have to be that way if I just look at this and be like, oh, I need to do that. Yeah, and then after the that, thing you need to you know, know, what's the the one thing that can get in the way of that? What's what's something that you can do to prevent that thing from getting in the way? And uh, what is what is the potential outcome going to be? Or who's the one also also one person that you can get in touch with to help that thing become a reality? Yeah, yeah. There's, it's pretty powerful. I'd also recommend the book Busy. So it kind of cuts out that idea of being busy and prioritizing your life. Who's that by? Uh, Tony, I think Tony something. Tony, I, I'm not sure off the top of my head. It's not Tony Robbins, is it? No, it's like crab. Like here, we're on we're on the internet. Hold on, I'll find it. Yeah, I was gonna say while you're looking it up, like I've had this exact conversation with someone who was asking me about this um, a little while back, and one thing that can be a, a difficult question when someone brings this up is, okay, but what if I don't know what I want to do, right? And there's a very simple answer to that, which is then your one thing is figure out what you want to do. Yeah, Try and I, I'd say yeah. too, because we, we, we talked to people before, by the way, the, the author of that is Tony Crabb, Busy How to Thrive in a World of Too Much. Uh, and because we're listening to books, I'd say to anyone that's worried about like not knowing what they want to do, I'd also read the book so good they can't ignore you. Uh, that book is is more so, I'd say less about the entrepreneur and more so for the, for the person that's worried that they're not a more successful entrepreneur. Because... Mm. Uh, it's about, uh, so the subtitle is Why Skills Trump Passion and the Quest for Work You Love. It's by Cal Newport. And it's just a book that really focuses on the importance of doing different things, having different jobs, and mm-hmm. you know, the value that that does for you and, the, and how the career journey leads to your success eventually and, and how you don't truly know what you're doing is going, you know, how, it, how much it's going to benefit you more in the future. Yeah. So just wanted to add that because cool. I mean, so when, when, when people come to me and, and they want to launch a new business, I always, always tell them that launching a business, you know, be prepared. You have at least three or five years ahead of you. And so that's, that's amazing that you want to launch your business right now. And we're going to totally work on that. But how do we make the next six months to a year better for you right now? And so how do we improve your life? You know, you mentioned before, like those roller coasters of, of sadness and discomfort. And am I doing the right thing? Like those are real things that aren't going to go away overnight. They're not going to go away mm-hmm. probably in six months to a year. And so how do you create a better environment around you to better serve that? Which is why also, you know, I talk about not losing yourself because it's something that you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, one thing that um, being, being entrepreneurial even at the very least um, or trying to be a high performer, whatever that means to you, um, one thing that's interesting is it seems like it forces you into a situation where you kind of have to optimize your life um, to be effective. Because if not, then you're just kind of like it. I mean, we all have like 24 hours. We all have 24 hours. And like, if, if, if one, if one wants to achieve something to a certain level, it's like, okay, if I don't optimize my life, then it will take the whole 16 hours that I'm awake right or even more than that right so like um it's almost like it it forces you to get into a mindset if you're actually like committed to the entrepreneurship 
journey that you're on. Like it, it forces you to optimize the things that uh, you do, the, the way you live your life, you know, your sleep, your, your eating habits, because if you don't, you start to feel like you're kind of losing it almost. Yeah. And you know, I'm speaking from experience. Okay. So I, throughout my entire life up to this point, I mean, just to give you an idea, like when I was in grad school, I was in a dual program doing two graduate degrees, working for the school 20 hours a week because they were paying for part of my education, bartending four nights a week to pay for everything else and to earn money and running a business on the side. So it's crazy. I've done both. You know, I've, 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 I've done more in a day than probably should have been allowed. And I understand what happens to a person mentally when, when they stop, when they, when they forget how important other parts of life are. So you have to, you know, you have to do what needs to get done. hundred percent agree with that. Right. When I went back to get my doctorate, I ended up taking on a hundred thousand dollars of extra money that I didn't have. And so I worked extra. I paid that off, you know, and yes, I sacrificed certain things in my life to get that done. But I also had the mindset that, well, how am I now going to nurture and value my relationships and other parts of my life? And so I'm, so I'm healthy. So, you know, how do I put limits and constructs onto the things that I care deeply about? How do you, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, how do you look at your schedule and say, I really only have four hours this week to work on my business. And how do you make that okay for yourself? How do you say, I I give myself the permission that that's enough for this week and I'm going to focus on the most important things and I'm going to also keep balance in my life. That's hard too. Like that's, especially uh, when I hear you say that, it's like my, my, the, the, default thought that comes into my head is like how do you even like allow yourself to do that because I'll catch myself kind of demonizing sometimes the the time off that is needed um from doing certain things and it's weird because like a lot of a lot of um you get caught like thinking about certain things when you when you know your family is like your family or friends are like, Hey, we're going to be doing this on this certain day. And then while you're doing that with your family, you're like, Oh, I like I'm wasting this many hours. And it's like a negative, it's like a negative relationship with time off. Um, and that's something that I think is very important in uh, the, the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial journey, because I think that, and I, I, I do believe this, I, I do believe it's true that you don't have to be working all the time to really be successful. Like that's, I, I truly believe that, but it's, it's definitely hard to like actually internalize that. Um, when you're getting pushed back and you're trying to move forward and get back up and keep moving forward. And so, uh, I think that's definitely something that is part of the, the journey mentally at least. Yeah. And I, I say our perception of success is based on the people that we listen to and yeah there is someone in every category. There are a bunch of people that say, don't sleep, work harder than everybody else. And then there's a group of people that are successful that also say like, understand your limits, understand the priorities in life. You know, there's, there's arguments to me, to be made on both sides, you know, to, to say that you value your relationships, invest in your relationships that relate to your business and where you want to go in life and have balance to pause and reflect on on the work that you're doing and the meaning behind it and to be creative and to be innovative like that's those are strong arguments for taking a step back from your work and giving yourself some time for self-care and for friends yep. you know and uh, you can make an argument the other way like oh when you're not working i used to have a quote on my wall because i used to want to be a professional soccer player 
and I played in college and all that stuff. And I worked on it endlessly. Now, the quote was, uh, while you're sleeping, someone else is practicing. Yeah, right. Something like that. Right? Somewhere, yeah. someone, somewhere around the world, someone is practicing when you're not. And like, I lived by that. And it was like, you know, yeah. there's an argument to be made in, on both sides of the coin. Uh, so I don't, I don't agree with that mentality anymore. I do agree with making sacrifices and prioritizing what you care about. I just believe there's a really smart way to do that. Yeah, and it's also, I mean, it's also, if you look at that quote that you just said, like, yes, that's true, but also, it's also true that it's not good to compare yourself to other people, <laughs> which is the, which is the, that's also a very strong part of that same statement that, that is on, that was on your wall, so, you know. And you don't know what's going to, what's going to end up being the thing that, you know, launches you to success, and is it really going to be a launch? It's probably going to be a, a, a slow tread up a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's and you don't know like what's gonna work for you. I mean, what's gonna work for your business. And you know, I'll tell you the the thing that I invested five years of my life in ended up not working out, like another business. And you know, the career that I spent in healthcare for six and a half years, great. That that's nothing now. So it's when we invest so much of ourself into making something work, you'll probably find five or ten years down the line that that thing that you cared so much about and sacrificed so much of your life for it did teach you some things but it wasn't as important as you thought it was yeah which is why you know i rec i recommend balance and taking what you can from the things that you're doing like yeah learning sure. from them but not yeah dying for them yeah journey mentality yeah you know having a i guess it kind of sounds like you're touching on having the mentality that you know everything along the journey is there for a reason and, and kind of enjoying the journey as well. Um, there's a lot of things that, you know, I, I touched on that, the, the clothing company or the, 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 the brand that I tried to start in, in high school when I was a senior, like that was a great learning experience. Like I walked, I walked my ass into this shop down the street as like a 17 year old or 16 year old. I don't, I don't even remember. Like little, like they're probably like I left there. I was probably, I was like, they probably think I'm a dumbass. I'm like, do you, I'm like, do you know what e-commerce is these, to these guys that print these shirts? They're like, no, which is, they should know what e-commerce is. Uh, now that, now that I think about that, I'm like, wow. But I'm like, yeah, so I want X amount of these shirts. And they're like, okay, that's going to be $960. Like looking at me, like, I'm like, okay, paid the money and I left. And like, I think that moment, like even like subconsciously really like, it, that plays a big role in my ability to do things I'm uncomfortable with right now or whatever, whatever it was that allowed me to have the balls to walk in there and do that um, has a big, uh, a big impact on whatever I'm doing now. Um, and having the, having that thought now and like being able to look back on that moment, like I'm proud of that. Like that's, that's dope for a 16 year old to walk into a shop like that and be like, yeah, what a, I'm starting, a, I'm starting a business. I need these on it. Like, it's just like, you know, I think little things like that are, it's crazy how, how proud you can be of yourself um, about little things like that are, that are a part of that journey, like you said. So, um, yeah. So I don't know what else to say about that, but yeah, I hope, I hope cool you moment. keep like a little success folder and I should. write some of that stuff down because that, that is a success that, you know, five years you may forget 
and not remember how important that was to push you forwards. And yeah. Taking little, taking actually big steps like that and being uncomfortable and becoming comfortable with taking big steps like that um, and being uncomfortable is, is a huge, is a huge strength for an entrepreneur. You need that. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like for, for those people, like the young people listening, like, you know, that those, those guys that were working that shop, they remember me coming in there. Like, and I, and I know that for a fact, like I don't even need to, I don't need to ever go in there again to know that um, because of the way they looked at me. Right. And they looked at me like, like, what is this kid doing? Right. Which, which is, they're never going to forget that. And that, and like you said, like, that's something that I should be writing down more because I didn't even think about that for a while until this point. And just having that thought in my head right now, um, it's like, it's something to be really proud of. And even for anyone else, like there's little moments in your life that if you remember back to, those are things that can really push you forward because of, um, the, the, um, the relative, you know, the relative, um, pain you had to go through to, to do that. And so something that we might be going through right now might not seem as, as big anymore if we, if we remember those things. Um, so I should do that. I should definitely get, start like a, start like a, uh, I don't know what I would call it. A, uh, I, I suggest everyone like create a success folder and yeah. in that folder have memories of that you're proud of that you've done impact, mm-hmm. uh, any sort of impact you've had on the world or other people. Any sort of uh, steps that you've taken in your life that may were uncomfortable, you know, at some point, and then also just a little bit more of your journey, like those those major milestones, because you know you'll look back, they may not seem like a milestone, or you may just forget it because we're human. <clears throat> but yeah. if you have a, a running list of that, it it can it can continually keep you motivated and engaged in your life. Like when you have a bad day, you open up that folder and you take a look and you read through it. You know, f- five years from now, oh man, I remember when I was. 16 17 years old and i took like all the money i saved up when i went in and i i ordered these shirts and these guys just looked at me like who is this kid think he is like, and, I, and i was sitting there thinking how do they not know what online selling is like what are they doing with their lives? <laughs> yeah right, right, right. Like, they should hire me hey that's crazy <laughs> you should go back in there and be like okay i'm gonna set up your online store let's go <laughs> right that's yeah it's crazy like and, and and i i do that to an extent i have a journal that i write in every day um and it's not based on just my successes. It's like, you know, how, how did the, how did the day go? Like, what are, you know, writing my goals and stuff like that. Uh, I write my one thing in that, in that uh, journal as well. But it's, it's just interesting you brought that up because I, de- I definitely should have like this place to put all these like successes um, so that I can definitely look at that when, when I'm feeling maybe in a state of lack or I feel um, super uncomfortable or, or maybe fearful a, a little bit, but, yeah, I think that's, do you have one? Do you have like a success folder? Yeah, something I started up like last year. Yeah. It's specific memories and things that I've done in my life that I probably would have forgotten. Like places I spoke at, uh, it's businesses I tried starting, stuff like that. Cool. Interviews I've had. Right. So I guess, I guess what I'm curious, like what in your business, like what are some of the things that you preach to these people that identify themselves as entrepreneurs or, or entrepreneurs that are wanting to start ventures um, like that. And one thing we've been touching on a little bit, and well, let's focus on entrepreneurs because I think he's, that's mainly, mainly who probably will be listening. Uh, we spoke a little bit about failure. We spoke a little bit about confidence. 
Um, I'd say, so let's say, so let's say two years from now, you decide to start a t-shirt business again. And you're like, well, how do I get started doing this? What can I do? And then you're in line at like Starbucks getting something. And behind you was one of the guys from the t-shirt store that you walked into when you were 16. Yeah. And you strike up a conversation and the guy's like, yeah, I kind of want to start a new t-shirt business. And then all of a sudden you guys end up brainstorming and launching, you know, some brand new, like new clothing line that takes off and both of you are famous and millionaires. And uh, the reason why <laughs> I say that is because like the littlest things that you do in life as an entrepreneur and the, the little things that you decide to actually take action on, like to go to that event, to keep that meeting that you really want to cancel, right? To send that email that you don't, you, your, your little critic inside is telling you not to send to tell the, the stranger about the thing you're really passionate about. Like those things can ultimately lead you to your success. I can't tell you how many meetings that I've had or how many workshops I've maybe done for free or how many volunteer positions that I took, but I had my messaging pretty straight on what, you know, what I cared about, what I was doing that, that I kept investing in. Like you're, you know, you're looking at three, six months and longer for these commitments or these, these kind of opportunities were eventually turned into three, six and $12,000 contracts. So you never, never know what is going to happen from just putting yourself out there a little bit or taking action instead of sitting back and making excuses. Yeah. I'm glad you touched on that because there have been many times where I've doubted or I've felt like oh, I shouldn't be, I should just like, even if it's like, you know, a, a call that I have scheduled and I don't feel like being on the call, I'm like, should I just cancel this call? Should I just cancel this call? And it's crazy. Like if I just do it, there have been several times when the calls that I don't want to be on or this things that I, the things that I don't want to be doing, they've turned out to be like weird connections that have led to something good. And it's almost like, it's almost like it's meant to be that way because they say, I, I don't know who said this, but I guess they, one of the big things in, you know, entrepreneurship and high achievement in general, like there's this thing where like people talk about the, the universe is, is kind of, set up in a way so that you have to go through these like these different challenges in order to uh reach whatever goal you're 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 going towards whatever uh, even if it's like you know what you don't expect it to be i feel like it's those little things that are like they're meant to be there i don't know what i don't even know how to describe it but it's been like the best things that have happened to me are are how do i say it? The, the best things that have happened are results of little tiny, tiny things that you would never even think would, you know, produce those results. And, and you, you touched on that, but I, I, I'm curious, I've always, I've always been curious about this because, um, you know, I think it's like a, an energy transfer almost, you know? Yeah. Not to get, so I have my own like woo woo spiritual beliefs here and there. Right. But I'd say that <laughs> in terms of success, you know, it's, it's a lot of hard work and a lot of consistency. Yeah. And then like a little, little touch of luck, you know, it's, it's like you do all the hard work, you get all the no's because eventually you're going to meet the right person at the right time that needs the thing that you're offering or knows the person that's going to be able to help you get there. Mm -hmm. And then it, it works out. But the, that day you feel too tired to go send, you know, to go to that event or take that phone call. Like, I know we talked about giving yourself space and 
taking time to yourself as you need it. But when you do like when, when you do have that little voice inside you saying, you know, just stay home and now just cancel, like talk, talk back to it. Be like, really, how much energy is this going to take right now for me to pick up this yeah. phone? How much energy is it <clears throat> yeah. going to take? And you could say the same thing about your personal life. You make, you make plans with your friends and you're just a little tired. You don't feel like going out. You're like, what's the, what's the purpose? They'll be fine. Like, just think about how those choices are going to impact your life over time if you keep making them. Right. Yeah. Compound effect. Yeah, exactly. Compound effect. Exactly. One of the best, one of the best things that, one of the best, I guess, laws of the universe, I guess you would call it. Um, so I guess based on the audience that, that, that we have, like what, what are some pieces of advice that you would have for someone that, or let's, let's, let's use a, a, a legit avatar here. There's a guy named Jordan. He's a junior in college. He is in business school, let's say, and he's 20 years old and he wants to be an entrepreneur. He wants to be a high achiever. Um, and he, he's always trying to do things to help himself grow, but he's in classes that are bringing him in, in a direction that he doesn't necessarily think is for him. He's in a fraternity, so he has that atmosphere around him, that, that ecosystem. And he doesn't really know what he wants to do, he or she, rather. That's why I said Jordan. Um, what else? The first thing he thinks when he wakes up is what should I be doing to, to reach whatever it is that I'm trying to inside of me reach, even though he doesn't know what it is yet. What would you say to that person if you were to meet them? Yeah. Uh, By the way, that's my avatar for growth complex. Jordan. Surprise, uh, surprise. Enjoy, enjoy your junior year of college right now. I uh, hope you're having a little bit, of, little bit of fun and not being too hard on yourself. Uh, but I'd, I'd say, you know, you probably don't know where you want to go because you haven't done that much. So let's be fair. So I would take a look at some of the things that maybe you were, have been passionate about in the past, some memories that you, you know, that you've really, you found happiness and excitement around and then explore those a little bit more. So instead of letting life happen to you you take control of your life a little bit and go do some dry runs, go have some conversations with people that are doing, that have certain careers that you might, you know, feel you're interested in, go volunteer in an environment where people like, you know, you entrepreneurial as well as maybe have, have some of your passions are, are in, you know, make an actual effort to, to try things out and to dip your toes into different environments where you, you feel like you might learn something or might be interested in. Uh, if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you're entrepreneurial, then start getting, you know, start surrounding yourself with entrepreneurs. I'd say because it's a mentality and mindset that is that is very unique, uh, but not just at, at the at like at the peer level, but also at like the mentorship level. So you can even find free mentor programs that that kind of bring you in, that cultivate you, that help you craft an idea and help you launch it all for free. So start basically crafting your life in the environment that you're living in to be more oriented towards kind of the the person that you feel that you are, that you're entrepreneurial. Uh, to know if you don't know what you want to do, 
then you, you need to get curious about yourself. But because you also don't have a lot of career experience or interests, you have to, you know, go test things out. But you also have to get really curious about other people. So if you don't have a purpose or a vision or a value set right now that you can go out there and speak to so people can remember you by, and you're still really trying to discover it and test things out and learn about yourself, at this point in time, you have to lead with curiosity in every single aspect of your life. Yep. So you are now interested in what other people have to say. You maybe developed a list of questions about someone's past experiences or career path or what they've learned that you can ask people that you look up to, or maybe that have done some pretty cool things. Um, and if you can't, you know, if, if you can't just, well, you, you can always find people, but let's say you want to do something else other than just contacting individuals and joining organization, organizations and groups, create your own. Yeah. The past three and a half years, I've had my own events and I, I bring in speakers, people that are at my level or above, and I learn from them. I learn from each one of my speakers. I become friends with them. They become part of my network because I've gave them a platform to speak on. I've then also connected with a variety of other entrepreneurs and business professionals in the audience. I've connected with a bunch of food brands because they've been sponsors at my events. So if you're in a university right now, take advantage of the fact that your university probably wants you to host things and throw things and start organizing your own events for entrepreneurs and contact speakers and use your leverage as a student to not only get interviews with them, but to bring them into the university campus as well. So you have a ton of like opportunity right now just to go discover and learn from people that are are really doing some pretty incredible things in the world. And you don't really have that much responsibility because you still have school going on. Uh, so in terms of like a lot of, uh, probably, I'd say probably, that's it. So that's the generalization. Mm -hmm. So you kind of the world, the world is really open to you right now, almost like an open book, just like your university is. Yeah, that's, so that's one thing that I, so when I was, when that was me, cause that was me, um, that's how I got that avatar. That, that was me, literally. Um, you know, the one thing that you talked about, the curiosity thing, that's a great piece of advice that I wish someone gave me when I was like a year and a half ago, basically. Because it allows you to like put less pressure on yourself and be like, okay, my, my, my focus should be, you know, allowing ideas to come in, allowing other people to just uh, you know, help me uh, see the value in thing in certain things and, and kind of just allow things to happen. Um, and, you know, when you feel like you want to re research something that, that sparks your interest, research it and see where, what kind of rabbit hole you go down. Instead of what I did was I, I, I kind of forced a lot of things. Right. And so in some regards, in some regards not, but um, that's one thing that I think could really help people listening um, and, 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 anyone, and anyone that can, even if they're 30 years old, I mean, it doesn't matter how old you are. Um, I think that being curious and listening to people and asking the right questions when you're, when you're unsure of what you're, what you're doing can be super powerful because people, I mean, from my own experience, like people are willing to answer questions to people that are, that are curious. It's like really interesting. Like, yeah, especially for students. And the one thing, the one thing that um, really helped me is I, I leveraged the fact that I was a student yep. in relationship building when I was in, when I was in college. Um, and so that's the one thing I think I did really well when I was in school um, was networking, especially like the last year or so. And like, 
Every, I, I was the president of uh, the entrepreneurship club this last semester. Yes. And the one thing that I was, I kept beating into their heads and I was like, guys, like we got to leverage the fact that we're students. Like I was talking to the kids in that club and I was like, listen, like I, I wish I could go back to my freshman year. Cause I could have, I could have, I could have done so many things differently with like, with the resources that I had and like the, the way you can, the way you can, um, you know, use those resources like creatively, the people that will help you out because they just want to help students out, the, the relationships you can build, the, the other students that want case studies for their crafts, for their expertises, like people that, people that are going to school for coding, people that uh, computer, computer science, like, those, like you can leverage those resources without like just for free. Yeah to accomplish things and like there were people there were kids in there that were freshmen and that's one thing that um even if you're not in school you can there's there's so many resources that we can use creatively um like one example i like is the the desk i have up at the desk i have i <laughs> the, de the desk is too low to be a standing desk but i want to stand up to do work because i don't like to sit down for long periods of time so it's like, it's too low to be a standing desk, but I was like, okay, how can I make this like the optimal setup? So like my mom, someone donated this, like this Dell monitor to my mom. I'm like, mom, can I have the, can I have the monitor? She's like, yeah. So I have two monitors now, which is cool. And I had some HDMI, uh, HDMI cords laying around so I can, I can use the monitor. And I had Amazon boxes that I used to prop my laptop and my monitor, my second monitor up. So it's literally a standing desk. And so like, that's one little example of like how we can use our resources, like super creatively to, to mimic something that you could pay for. Like, yeah. To, I mean, if you're, you know? if you're a student, you can go, you can literally just email a conference that you want to attend for entrepreneurs and say, Hey, I'd love to volunteer. I'm a student here. Boom. Literally. Or, hey, I'm writing an article for my university. Can I come in on a media pass? Like, yeah. You know? And that's a, and that's a mindset. You know? That's it, it. You know, you have to be like, in order to even have that thought, you got to be like, okay, what do I need to do to get into this situation? You know? Or something like that. Um, and, you know, when, you, when you're able to scrap like that, I mean, you, you can like, it's just a matter of time especially when you're using that to, to build relationships, I think, you know? Um, and so that's something that I think college students and young people in general can really take advantage of. Yeah. And I, one more thing in terms like for college students, for Jordan, you know, if you're looking at any of these entrepreneurs that you look up to or CEOs of companies, remember <clears throat> that CEO is at one time, like a marketing specialist or something, you know, he was like a mail, a mailroom guy or an assistant. Yeah. And so just, you know, the job that you get immediately, if you do go for getting a full-time job, like it's not going to be your dream job. Mm -hmm. The best you could do probably is to, to maybe work for an organization that you really love or that's making an impact on the world that you enjoy or that you want to yeah. be a part of because it is a process uh, and learn from the people above you because they knew they, they know a ton. Like it may seem like, you know, I, I want to be this person today and just be like, well, okay, to be that, to be that where they are at. Yeah. I, you know, anything is possible, but they've done a whole ton of things 
that yeah. I can learn from and I can grow from. And so I still remember that it is a process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I get, I get caught up personally, like comparing myself to people still who achieved X, Y, and Z at, at by the time they're my age right now. And going back to like not comparing yourself to other people, that's something that I think a lot of people unfortunately struggle with, um, especially in the entrepreneur. You, you can find for every person that you see as, as, as a success from their like 18 or 19 years old, you can find someone that's 60 and bankrupt. So, you know, you can, yeah. you can find, so yeah. who, who are you looking for to compare yourself to? That's the question because you can find anyone that has done anything that has accomplished anything or that has failed in anything or, you know, or not accomplished certain things. I mean, if you, so just, it really is a mindset in terms of like, if you're looking at other people and saying, I'm not good enough, that's your voice. If you look at yeah. someone and say like, I can learn from this person, that's also your voice. It's what you, it's what you choose to focus on. Mm-hmm. We choose to focus on. Um, before we wrap up here, like what are some of your goals for 2020 uh, personally, um, business wise and anything like that? Yeah, just, just continuing to grow. Uh, I have a really good, uh, really good stable running business at the moment that's expanding. Yep. I, don't, I don't feel like I want to hire other people. So probably my next step is just to create an online product or another, another online product, probably in the end of this year, next year, write a new book and enjoy the lifestyle that I've built. Uh, career journey wise, I'm probably going to take on some more contract work do some more stuff internally in organizations as well, just cause I really like that part of the work that I do. And it teaches me, I think I learn a ton from it because I'm getting involved with a variety of different organizations. Right. Uh, and then man, live, live for myself, continue to enjoy life. I'm going to learn the keyboard this year. I'm learning the piano. I'm teaching myself that I'm teaching myself Spanish at the moment as well. So nice. keeping all aspects of my life balanced. I took four years of Spanish. I don't know anything about Spanish. <laughs> I just got back from Peru though. And I was in Colombia last year. So I'm trying cool. to, to get a little bit more, you know, to be able to speak, be able to survive out there. Yeah, for sure. Cool, man. Hey, I appreciate you coming on and uh, be, actually being the first guest with the rebranded growth complex podcast. Um, I'm super excited to, connect with more people like yourself and by the way where can people find you on instagram and everything with your handles and stuff yeah so i'm most active on linkedin uh you can just find me dr benjamin ritter uh i'm also pretty active on youtube you can look up benjamin ritter on there cool. i'd say if you want to learn more about me just go to live for yourself com. just live for yourself consulting just like how it's spelled mm-hmm. uh, my links to instagram and stuff are there i'm kind of active but not really but Really, uh, just if, if you do want to have a conversation with me too, I'm pretty an open book. So send me a message on any of those platforms and I'll respond and have a conversation. Cool. Benjamin, I appreciate it. Um, lots of good value you brought to the audience today. Um, and a lot of good things that young people can take away, especially, you know, with mindset and stuff. So we, we really appreciate you coming on and, and giving that value. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. It's been a pleasure.